0: of Vrindavan is written by Sri Srinivas who is no less a personality than the great six Goswamis themselves and who personally witnessed the everything about the six Goswamis that he has described herein. Srinivas Shamananda and Rotam, Studied under Jiva Goswami, and they pres- these three presumed that they could continue living in the same manner that the six Goswamis were doing. They presumed. Yeah, they were very much attracted to the life of uh, withdrawn life of. Uh, Composing books, doing Govindhan Parikrama, all these activities that the Six Goswamis were doing. Somewhat withdrawn from human society. Not wholly so. Sanatana Goswami was well known among all the Rajavasis, particularly Sanatana Goswami, because he, they all felt that he was like a father to them. To this day, Sanatana Goswami is uh, highly revered among the Vrajabhasis and those who are uh, followers of the Vrajabhasis. Sanatana Goswami would daily perform a of Sri Govaratham. His disappearance day is on Guru Purnima. So on that day, in honor of Sanatana Goswami, literally hundreds of thousands of people Perform Govardhan The whole, all around Govardhan, it's, it's like, like a crushed crowd all day, more than 24 hours. Sanatana Goswami, he would, uh, visit the different villages in the Mandal area and oversee and give advice to all the people there. So they were not totally withdrawn from human society. But, uh, they weren't traveling all over India rather, rather for preaching, rather they were staying in the Vraja area. That was uh, particularly because they had been ordered by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to remain in Vrindavan with a specific purpose. To compose books, to, uh, to compose books that, um, established the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he simply spoke his instructions and they were, they were later compiled into many, many books by the six Goswamis. Mm. And uh, another, yeah, because there's no preaching without books, what are you going to preach? So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told them to remain in Vrindavan and write books and to look to Tirta Odha to find out the lost um uh, sacred place of course all of Vrindavan is sacred but the, the pastime places of Vrindavan and also uh bhakti prachat to preach the cult devotional service. So uh, to preach widely and to go outside Vrindavan was not directly possible, but having compiled many books and uh, they sent Sriniva Ashamananda and the, the Rottan to Bengal and Orissa to preach the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So different devotees have different services to perform. They are based on uh, two principles, personal purification and preaching, the two go together. If one is not personally purified or following the process of Krishna Consciousness, then how can he preach? First of all, if one doesn't know what is Krishna Consciousness, then how will he preach Krishna Consciousness? And, Or even if one has superficial knowledge, if one is not practicing, then how can he have any influence on others? Or uh, who will who will want to follow? And where will one get the inspiration to preach if one is not following practicing? Sanatana Goswami spoke as follows to Shri Haridas Thakur: "Aapne achare kare na kare, prachar prachar kare, kehona kare, acha." Ah, that Some people, they follow the principles of devotional service very nicely, but they don't preach. And then others, they preach Krishna consciousness, but they don't even follow what they're talking about. So Sanatya Goswami said that you do both. You you practice and you preach. Particularly Haridash is known as Nama Acharya. The... the yeah. Acharya means... Uh, that is defined in Vayu Purana. Achinoti mm. Ashastrami... Acharya that one who uh, acts according to scripture, teaches according to scripture, and trains others to act according to scripture. Such a person is known as an acharya. So Haridas Thakur is famous as Nam Acharya because he established the glories of the Holy Name of Krishna, according to Shastra. He personally practiced chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra 300,000 well, uh, 300, names of the Lord. Three times 64 rounds every day. We chant minimum 16 rounds. Hare Rajataka chanted daily 12 times that number. And he also preached the glories of the Holy Name so to me Sarabha Guru therefore Sarabha Goswami said about him that you are the guru of all and you are the most exalted person in the universe he used the word Arja or, which in, or I because Haridosh Thakur was born in a Muslim family which uh, socially is considered outcast in Hindu society not allowed to enter any temple with the idea that if such a person enters the temple, then uh, everything will become impure. The temple atmosphere should be maintained very purely. So if a meat-eater enters the temple, then everything becomes impure. That is what they consider. Or, even if someone is born in a Muslim family and stopped eating meat, they think, well, because he had meat at some point in his life, still he can never enter the temple in his life. They don't have... Faith in the purifying potency of the holy name. So Haridas Thakur, who is the acharya of the whole world in the matter of chanting the holy name, never entered the Jagannath temple. He lived in Puri for so many years, close to the Jagannath temple. But he never entered the temple. But now, so many people who come to Puri, they go to his place, where he chanted. The, the, his, uh, Bhajan's thali is close to Jagannath Mandir and at some more distance is the, is Samadhi. So so many people come to see him to beg for his blessings. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally came to see him every day. Even by social convention, Aidas could not enter the temple to see Jagannath, but Jagannath came to see him. Basu Ghosh, a great devotee of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who was a a personal associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He says that, uh, folding my hands, I declare that this Gaur, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, is Krishna, is Jagannath. So these are the qualities of our acharyas. They personally demonstrate how dear they are to the Lord. They show how great is the power of bhakti. And if due to some social convention, one is forbidden to go have darshana of the Lord, the Lord himself will come to see such a devotee. So this is, this is the level of our acharyas. We are reading in Srimad Bhagavatam, how great is the Lord. Now eighth canto of Bhagavatam is printed in Russian, describing how Vamanadev covered the whole universe in how many footsteps? Someone said three. he begged three footsteps of land from Bali Maharaj. And Bali Maharaj said, uh, you're just a little boy, uh, what three footsteps will do, that's not enough, you should take some more. He said, I, I, you know, I have the whole universe under my control here, I can give you much more. You're not very intelligent. And said, no, Brahmin should be satisfied with just whatever he needs and not be greedy. So Bali Maharaj said, tatastu, which means, okay. Bali Maharaj told and Dev with two steps he covered the whole universe. And he said to Balimara Jay, uh, "You promised me three steps of land, but you don't even have that much. What kind of uh, what kind of king are you? I only asked for three footsteps of land, and you, you don't even have that much to give me. So all these narrations they show how great is the Lord, how powerful is Janmadi All emanations come from him." Ya imani, bhutani jayante, everything comes from him. Yena jaatani jivanti, everything uh, in this material world remains with him. Ya prayantya abhisamvishanti. Everything is ultimately destroyed by him. Tadvija Tad Vijay Gasva that is the proper subject of inquiry that is known as Brahman, the Supreme Absolute Truth. That is Krishna. How great is Krishna? We are learning how great is Krishna so that we can understand our subordination, our constitutional position of subordination to him. And most well all Vaishnava Sabradaya said the Gorya Sabradaya. Or, no actually on the Samgad, but most Gorya Vaisna Samaraj they just go this far how great is the Lord but having understood all this in Gorya teachings there comes when we get higher and higher and higher, there comes a twist this is a, a turn yes. yeah? all of a sudden we find this all powerful almighty omniscient Insurpassable Lord dancing while the as a little child while the gopis are clapping their hands, on the Yashoda the elderly gopis are clapping their hands. This is the, the greatness of our acharyas. Six Goswamis, Haridash Damodar swami Namadagoswami, Shrinivashananda Narotami, all the great Acharyas, Srila Bhakti thakur Shri Bhakti Shadas Maharaj, Shri Bhakti Sriram Sasarpa, Shriprapa Desi Bhakti Vedanta Sra, all these great acharyas. They've come to teach this kind of bhakti. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's given. Anarbita Chirim Chi Rat Karundya Vatyano Kalo Salabiatamatzwala Sasabhakti Sriam that which was not given for a very long time, not within this day of Brahma. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given. He has very mercifully descended in this dark age of Kali to uh, mercifully bestow that which was not given before. The topmost resplendent uh, exchanges at at the topmost level of devotional service. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did that through the six Goswamis and through the Acharya Parampara. The six Goswamis wrote so many books and then Srinivas, Shamananda, Narottam, they took those books and they preached them widely. Later, Krishna Kaviraj Goswami, a little later he composed Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, which although not composed in Sanskrit and for that reason foolishly denigrated by foolish so-called scholars, contains all the conclusions of the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And in fact, one cannot understand the teachings of the six goswami's without understanding Sri Chaitanya Chaitanya. So there are so many gurus in our line. Maybe you have seen in the book about Rāsikā Prabhu, there's, sometimes, there's lists of so many names of his disciples and disciples of Shah And some of them it's written, uh, such and such a name is given. He had thousands of disciples. But we don't have any more information about them than that. So there have been many great preachers, gurus in our sampradaya. But, uh, Palade Bhushan, In his writings, he has given the names particularly of those acharyas who have given definitive books, books that teach us what, what is bhakti on the line of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And how to practice that and what is the ultimate goal of practicing that. So there we see Sanatan Goswami, he was worshiping Sri Shri Radha Rupa Goswami. Like this, all the different Goswamis are worshiping different deities. Rupa Goswami is worshiping Sri Shri Radha so by, both by practice and precept and particularly by writing these important books, they taught us what is Krishna consciousness. So Baladevidya Bhushan, he, uh, took out the names of these prominent acharyas in Aparamparamas and gave their names as the prominent acharyas in Aparamparamas. Vishnu Chagrath Thakur, he also wrote uh, many important books of Krishna consciousness. And Baladevinda Bhushan himself wrote the, uh, Gauriya Vaishnava commentary on Vedanta Sutra. He wrote that actually it was dictated to him by Govinda Deity. He composed the, uh, Pramaya Ratnavali, which gives the, sums up the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he uh, wrote the Gita commentary that, he, that Srila Prabhupada based his Gita commentary upon. Later, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, who is the, uh, the root or, or, or the inaugurator of the current of pure devotional teachings in the modern age. He wrote so many important books and songs and personally preached among educated and people, highly educated people and common people also. His contribution in reviving the Sankradaya is immeasurable. And the the preaching that he started was was even more very forcefully continued forward by Sraphisdhan Saraswakum, who despite travelling widely, lecturing constantly and establishing many maps, still spent much time writing, writing, writing. Permanent contribution. He told his disciple of High H.R.R. Vindadas that he preferred book publication to temple construction. Not that he was against temple construction. He, he oversaw the construction of so many temples. But he considered that Uh, writing books is a more permanent contribution. Building a building, the the tendency is that someone will come and occupy it for their sense gratification. A temple is built, then some facility has to be built also for people to reside so they can perform the temple services. And some provision must be made for their food, clothing, all their... Bodily needs, so all facilities are provided so that people can worship the Lord. But it is inevitable that someone will come and see the facilities and think this is very good. I, what do I need to do to get these facilities? Oh, I have to worship the Lord. Okay, I'll do that, and then I can enjoy the facilities. So actually, the Bhaktisandeshwar Tapa, why he established temples? People ask him, why are you establishing temples? Actually, we say temple, but he was establishing mat. There's a difference between mat and mandir. Mat is more like a monastery, uh, where the, the, or, or even more like a, you could say, like a seminary. Uh, and the, the temple worship goes on, but it's actually meant for, uh, that, that dictionary different definition is given, uh, those, People who reside in the mud, they do so for the sake of spiritual, for the sake of spiritual uplift or spiritual gain. Matanti, vasanti, yatra But someone will think the temple is going on and so many donations are coming in, and they will think, this is very This is an easy way to get money, facilities and prestige. I didn't, I didn't finish saying what, and mandir is a, mandir means that temple worship is going on and often by grihasthas. So, um, temple, this word in English or haram in, in Russian, it's, it's more, the, like the mandir than the Mutt. So Bhaktisanta <laughs> Saritaka was establishing marks which he wanted, he had so many householder disciples also, and he wanted them to regularly visit. But he was very much aware that in future people, they might take advantage of those facilities for Sanskrit. Instead of uh, living in the matts, and accepting the facilities so that they can worship the Lord, they will worship the Lord so that they can enjoy the facilities. Externally, the activity is the same, but the purpose has changed. So gradually, they will convert it into a place for sense gratification. Because in the mud, there, there are strict rules for worshipping the Lord. It should be in every mud such as rising early. But those who are living in the mud for sense gratification, they don't like to rise early. And so they adjust the rule. Omalati gradually becomes at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, in some places it's like that, actually. But not in this yet, as far as I know. So they don't mind as long as the donations come in and they can have their... Go on with their life. Then what do they care? But then, if someone wants to come and live in the mat for the sake of paramartha, for spiritual advancement, those who are living there for sense gratification will try to stop them. So the mat is—it becomes useless for its actual purpose. It just becomes another building for sense gratification. Except that in most buildings for sense gratification, it's clear that it's for sense gratification. Uh, and in, just like in an ordinary house, uh, someone goes and they they do a job and they bring back money, they earn money and maintain themselves in that way. But uh, in a temple, which is being run for sense gratification, one shows the deities and pretends that that the this place is meant for the deities, and so they should give a donation, give a donation for the deities. But actually, it's meant for their own sense gratification. Right? So the ordinary house and the temple become uh, the same. They're both places of sense gratification. The difference is that in the ordinary house they uh, they're straightforward about it, whereas in the temple they hypocritically pretend that it's a place for spiritual life, and in this way take donations from the public, and this and in this way live an easy life at the expense of the public. That's why Bhaktisarastra Raktaka said, it is better to live as an honest street sweeper than to show the deities for making income. You will see if you visit Vrindavan, so many temples, they're calling, come, come, take darshan. Not that they want your, not that they're interested in you getting darshan for your spiritual uplift, but because if you you come for darshan, then they can pressure Now you give a donation. And the donation will be used for maintaining their families. So there's nothing wrong if the pujari is, who's serving the Lord is maintained. But if that is his... Uh, if he's not actually interested in serving the deities, but is just interested in uh, showing the deities to get more money for his sense gratification, then he becomes... Although apparently as a holy man or a priest... He's actually more sinful than the ordinary man. If you go to Radha Kunda, the pandas or the local guides, they'll say, come here, see this place. They'll give you some flowers, offer some flowers here, this, that. But uh, they're not interested that actually you will make any spiritual advancement because they themselves are not interested in any spiritual advancement. They want money so they can get a, a bigger color TV to watch sexy movies of so <coughs> Sartaka, he warned don't enter the belly of the pandas so when he was asked that why are you opening so many new temples when there are already so many temples he replied that we need to do so we need a place where we can speak our own message unimpeded if we have to speak the truth then we'll be driven out everywhere chorko chori Sadhu bande, there's one saying from Tulsidas, So we told. We said that there's a thief. Let him go. There's a sadhu. Capture him. Tie him up. There's been some crime. Someone should be hanged. Just take anyone from the street. Grab him and hang him. Because the thief should be let go, let him go. Danya Kali, oh glorious Kali, your tamasha, how do you translate it? Your show. It's like something like a soap opera on TV. Oh. <laughs> Entertainment show. Dukalanya, I feel distressed upon seeing you. But we laugh also because it's so absurd. Well no. mm-hmm. does he say or you have the solid Yeah, yeah Tulsi there. So whoever made this. cause. Oh. So Bhaktisam Sar Sartapos seeing this, he deliberately made the residential quarters in his muds uh not very stable, not very solid. Mm. Residential cortex? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Solid in a sense. Not not well built. Oh so that they would start crumbling soon. Mean? Crumble means to... Ah, oh, I mean the walls? The walls, yeah, or the building. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to make very solid places that sense gratifiers would be attracted to. And he said, even when he was opening the, the most prestigious temple, marble temple in the heart of Calcutta, he said that more important than the temple built from marble is the temple of books. Because that temple will last longer. you may say, well, uh, Marble temple should last very long. Books don't last very long. <laughs> but those books are they're a lasting contribution. Marble temple is for the pleasure of the Lord, just to show that all the best things of the world should be offered to him. And actually it's proper that he should be worshipped in a building built of marble, pearls, gold, and all the best ingredients. But nowadays if you make such an opulent building, then it will become attacked and people will want to steal it all away. But anyway, it is fitting that the Lord be worshipped in a, in a palace. And it's also one kind of preaching to show that we worship the Lord in a very beautiful building. Moscow has many prestigious and famous buildings. Particularly the Kremlin and St. Basil's Cathedral are world famous. So if we are to uh, build uh, a temple in the heart of Moscow, it must be extraordinarily beautiful and opulent so that everyone can come and see Krishna is important. And we hope and pray that Goswami Maharaj will come here and give a presentation about the Moscow Temple project. Is he sure here? What's the news? Is he coming? Don't know. He's booked his ticket, but he's not sure. He's coming. He's coming. Latest news is he's coming. Tomorrow. Coming tomorrow. Good morning. morning presentation announced. all, that Jaya, and all that? <laughs> Just see how much bhakti you all have You pulled him from Moscow just before Jaya Mashtami. So he has the mission to build not an ordinary temple but a, a wonderful temple for Krishna mm-hmm. But Bhaktisthan Sarsarathakos said that the book temple or the temple in the form of books is even more important and actually the, the beauty and opulence of the temple is just so that people can understand Krishna is important. So only people come to the Kremlin and snap their photo. I was at the Kremlin. <laughs> at Lenin's mausoleum. Did anyone still go there? Do you have any Muscovites here? Yes. So it used to be the principal yeah, pilgrimage place, place in the whole of Moscow to see. Dead body of a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so people like to be photoed at these places. But the beautiful temple for Krishna is not meant just so that people can come and take their photo. So they can understand Oh, Krishna is important. How important? For that you will have to read Bhagavad Gita, Kak una Ist, and Srimad Bhagavatam, and Lecture of Devotion, and Teachings of Lord mm-hmm. and Everyone should walk out of that temple with a huge stack of books. As Prabhupada said, hands full with books, stomach full of prasadam, and wallet empty. <laughs> <laughs> We spend it all on the books. So these books they will appeal to sincere people everywhere at all times. Just like I often all over the world I tell the I often tell the story of Shabari Devi Dasi. Oh she said how you can say an ordinary housewife from a remote place in Russia. A few days ago I was in uh Slovenia at a festival and Krishna Kshetarabu he also came to Russia many years ago with the Guranga Pajan Band He's one of the initiating gurus in Islam. Yeah. He asked me, Where will you be for uh Janashrami? And I said, In Russia. And he asked right in Moscow? He said, no, in Tatarstan. He said, what, Kazakhstan? he never heard of Tatarstan. So then uh, there happened to be a map in the next room. And, and I said, uh, and then I said, Kazan. Have you heard of Kazan? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> he said it in English. We were speaking English. So then I showed him, you see, here's Moscow, here's Kazan, and here's an Aboriginal gentleman. He said, why are you knowing that? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, because there are so many wonderful devotees calling with them. So, uh, I think even in Russia, many people may not have heard of Navarishni Chalmi. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's famous because they produce trucks. Here. It's famous because they produce trucks. Okay. But just the results. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I wanted to say. So, pe- people in Russia, they may have heard of Navarishni Chalmi. But how many people, uh like, you know, hunt... 100 kilometers distance from Chistapal, I've never heard of Chistapal. Maybe in Chiboksara they heard of it, but then they never heard of Chiboksara. Right? Well, yeah, well, yeah, but it's you know, somewhat close. <laughs> so, anyway, Shamri Devi Dasi is uh, from Chistapal, and by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and the devotees distributing his book, she got life comes from life. This was many years ago. How many years ago? In 1993, 12 years ago. So she read it. Sometimes people say, well, this life comes from life, it's too heavy, we should edit it. People won't appreciate it, it's too heavy. So if we edit the the heavy parts out of Life Comes From Life, then we can have a very nice cover, an introductory page, (laughs) and nothing else. (laughs) It's It's one punch in the face after another for the materialistic scientists. Actually it already is edited. I mean the Prabhupada was even you know much more heavy but (laughs) they didn't put all they didn't put everything all the all the super well it is, it's pretty good, but you know. How many times a page do you want to put in cat, dog, (laughs) etc? See, they're talking about Darwin's evolutionary theory, but they say man has come from monkeys. But Pramod is saying, well, they're cats and dogs that come from monkeys. <laughs> the human beings are like cats and dogs. Yeah. So, you're calling yourself humans that come from monkeys, when you're not humans, you're cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, they, uh, this... What you could say ordinary housewife from an ordinary town how how far away? Fifteen hundred kilometres or so from Moscow, something like that. More than a thousand kilometres from Moscow. Got this book and saw there was an address the devotees had given in Moscow, and she understood immediately this is it. This is this is reality, this is factual. I can no longer live my life as I lived it for so many years. So she uh, got some luxury together and went to Moscow and went to that address. And learned uh, from the She in one or two days, the devotees told her everything, how to practice Krishna Ganges. And uh, since that time, she's been practicing Krishna Ganges at home, with very little association or anything. But just the conviction that she got from this book. These books are so powerful to change people's lives. Is so? They will continue to do so. People can take a temple and convert it into a place for sense gratification. But the books, they cannot utilize for their sense gratification. Okay. Those who are sincere will appreciate. Prabhupada said that. So Prabhupada, he himself wrote so many books and he was very much promoting distributing these books. This is our Acharya parampara. So, if we want to please Prabhupada and bring Krishna to others, let us try to cooperate to distribute his books. All these books are are based on the writings of the previous Acharyas. Prabhupada said, by reading my books, you get in contact with the previous Acharya. Because Prabhupada himself is the representative of all the previous Acharyas. Sometimes we think, oh, how wonderful it would be to have the association of Narottandas, bhakti nur these great devotees. But we are getting it in the person of Śrīla Prabhupada. Now, sometimes the, the, this, uh, the Prakritas ahajyas, they they think that, what is all this book distribution, building temples... The six Goswamis, they simply lived in Vrindavan with kopin and kanta as described in here. Loincloth and some tattered quilt. So some of the pragras, the sahajyas they want to imitate the six Goswamis. As I was saying, the, 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 they had a particular service to perform. They had to establish the sampradaya by giving the philosophical basis. Otherwise, immediately, even in the Or just after the disappearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, or even in his presence, there were people who were misinterpreting his teachings for their own sense gratification. Just like we read here in this song, how the six Goswamis were calling out for uh, Radha and Krishna. But the uh, certain Prakritas and Sahajiyas, they think, why should we call out for Radha and Krishna? I'll be Krishna and you'll be Radha. We shall enjoy like this. Generally they like to emphasize only on the intimate lilas of Ratha and Krishna. That is highly elevated. That will be misunderstood by persons who do not understand how great is Krishna. Therefore we study Bhagavatam from Janmadhyasya Please don't lean on the worshipable Madhav. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was worshipped by Sankirtan. So this is like puja paraphernalia. So, uh, what was I saying? Prabhupada Sahajiyas, yeah, they they imitate the the pastimes of of Radha and Krishna. Yes. They like to promote only this. But Pages, yeah. is saying, yeah, we have to understand how great is Krishna. Then we can have a beginning to understand what is the meaning." of, of Raja-lila, which is beyond opulence or beyond the mood of opulent worship. But without understanding the greatness of Krishna and without fully surrendering to him, if we attempt to immediately go to Gopilila, then we will think of it as something like our own lusty desires. That's so why Prabhupada was very cautious. He didn't want that very intimate pictures of Radha and Krishna should be painted or exhibited. And not only Gopi Lila pictures, but plenty of pictures of Maha, Vishnu, the different avatars, and like this. The Six Goswamis uh, wrote, uh, apart from their foundational books like Hari Bhakti Bulas and Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, they also wrote, uh, Many books describing the intimate past tense of Radha and Krishna. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally relished the writings of uh Jaydev, Bhavabhuti, Chandidas, the great poets of previous times. Um, uh, Jaiadeva, uh, Chandidas. Um. Uh, And he also relished Ramananda Rai's Jagannath Vallabh Natak. Well, it's a poem or? It's a drama. Um. Nartak. Vallabh Natak, Especially uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu relished hearing from Gita Govinda. But when Siddhanta Saraswati asked, uh, yeah, Bhaktivinoda wanted Siddhanta Saraswati to publish many books of Gauriya Vaishnavism. At yeah. that time they were not in print. And Saraswati so asked them, I shall print Gita Govinda. So he said, Yes, you print one copy. That is for you only. That is not for the common people. They will misunderstand. Bhaktivinoda you know, said, not at this time on another occasion, he said that it is better that all the Vlasa Shastras are removed from the world because there have been so much misuse. They've actually the misuse has caused so much damage to people, think that Gorya Vaishnava is some sex culture. Or in the name of Gorya Vaishnavism, they perform so many abominable activities. We may ask them, well, if all the books are removed, then if someone is eligible in future to understand that, how will they access it? And that will be revealed. All these truths are eternal. Jayadeva Dev wrote Gita Govinda, but it's, it's eternal truth. Even one line, the most, uh, intimate lie in the whole, in the whole of Gita Govinda, was reluctant to write it. He thought this is too much. In his mind, these pastimes have been revealed and he was composing them in beautiful poetry. When in his transcendental vision, he saw that Krishna, uh, after misbehaving with Radharani, is rejected by her. She is angry with him. And she is, yeah. yes. and then, uh, Krishna is begging you, please give me your lotus feet. But Jaide could not write this. So this is, how uh, okay. can, Supreme Lord how you beg for lotus feet of Ani? So he left and went to bathe in the Ganga. He was living close to the Ganga. In the meantime, someone looking like him, his wife thought he was him, came and filled in the line which he did not want to write. And Jaydev could understand this as Krishna. He wants it to be known that what is my position? By speaking Bhagavad Gita, I have established what is my position. Above me, there is pravartate. Everything emanates from me. But he also wanted to reveal to persons who are eligible to understand that, that this is only a primary understanding. What he revealed in Bhagavatam, Aham no. Nahi Nahi that I am dependent on my I'm subordinate to my devotees. I'm not independent. So the full extent of that he revealed in Gita Govinda. It is an eternal truth, but it is not meant for ordinary people, they cannot understand. What to speak of ordinary people, even great acharyas they cannot understand. Madhva did not teach this. He rejects this. Hari Sarvotama, the principle of his teaching, that the Hari is Krishna, he is above all. Sarva means all, he is above all. But to find how that Supreme Lord, who is above all, subordinates himself, that is extraordinary. <laughs> so all these points have been established in, in scripture. Mm -hmm. that Chaitanya Charita that's in Bengali how can it be scripture it's not in Sanskrit scripture should be in Sanskrit Sanskritam means perfectly composed Bengali is not as perfect a language as Sanskrit in its grammatical composition but that is uh, the language of the Supreme Lord uh, as he comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and all the Truths which are difficult to find in the Vedas but which are, which are revealed by the six Goswamis, are encapsulated in Sri Chaitanya, Chaitanya So this stock of glorious literature that is the real, is the great treasure that the Acharyas have left us. And how are we to approach that? It's not easy to understand. Ratha Krishna Pranayavikrite Shakti Rasma not easy to understand the uh, loving transformations of the love of, Ra- of, of, of Radha and Krishna, which is effected by the hladini shakti, the pleasure potence or pleasure energy of the Supreme Lord. It's a very elevated topic. We have so many misconceptions in our minds. We cannot even begin to understand this philosophy as long as we are... Engaged or our minds are considering sense gratification. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given us this process of chanting the holy names. chaito dharvanam arjanam, that cleanses the heart. There are various stages in chanting. First of all, first effect, cleansing the heart of impure desires. In vidya the later stages that this, uh, this Chanting, which is the very life of transcendental knowledge, this, this chanting reveals transcendental knowledge within the heart. But there is some condition also. Vishaya charya hari hari. One has to give up sense gratification. You can make a path. Hmm. so we have so many ideas for sense gratification everything in the world is trying to convince us that we are not servants of Krishna we should enjoy sense gratification very good philosophies when you die everything is finished science has proved it there is no life after death If there's life after death, then why didn't ever anyone come back and tell us? There's no scientific proof of life after death. Or some will say, there is life after death. You have to believe in Jesus. You eat meat and drink wine and be a good Christian. Because it says in the Bible that man was given dominion over the animals by God. So that means it's God's order that you should kill the animals and eat them. Someone else will say, but it says in the scripture, that you should not eat the blood of any animal. So we shall kill them in a special way by slitting their throat and hanging them so that all the blood drains out. Then we can eat the meat. That's religious. Or you can become a Buddhist. A Paramodharma. We're Buddhists. We will never kill any animal. We're very strict. But there are Muslims in this country also. And they kill animals. We don't kill them. But we go to the butcher's shop. And we purchase me. But we are very strict. We will never kill any animals. Because because we are Buddhists. There are so many things. And people believe in it. This is the word of God. You must eat animals. (laughs) One time I came out of our London temple to find a Christian passing out leaflets. Warning all the people not to go to our temple. Temple and restroom side by side. So he had a picture of Satan, big arms and big hands. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> and holding a plate. With apples and cabbages. <laughs>
1: Bananas.
0: It's right, don't be a vegetarian. It's against the Bible. It's Satan. <laughs> he must have believed it. Otherwise, why would he stand outside on a cold day? The absurdity of it never struck him. <laughs> so <coughs> Radha Tatva is very hard. People need to be disabused of all the strange ideas that they have. Disabused. Um, yeah, convinced that it's wrong. Mm. So it's yeah, freed from the misconception by preaching to Often they're very attached to their own ideas. Often they're very—they uh, have very complex philosophy, and it seems to them to be plausible. So, Radha Tatva—that is a very high topic, but for preaching to the public, we have to establish: Who are we? Who is God? What is our relationship? The, uh, I, you know I've been writing this book on Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sasrakaka. So the, uh, the, 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 the at that time had several magazines. Yeah. At that time, can about this, yeah. Of which the principle was called the Gauri. Or just Gauri. There's no Bhaktisiddhanta the in Bhagavad And it was mostly, mostly philosophical. Heavy philosophy. And uh, so those those philosophical articles, they were very important, actually. Um, after some years of publication, three, de, uh, three devotees were engaged to make an index so that you could access the different topics. Yeah, I believe it was three were engaged for making the index. So under the topic Radha Tatva, I think there were, there were four entries which were, uh, just like there was Radha Shtikam, there were some uh, prayers to Radha with translation in Bengali from Sanskrit. But under Dushta Kandan or refutation of wrong theories, or perverted theories, there are hundreds and hundreds of articles. So the Sahajiyas, they can't understand. they think, what's this? what's this? Printing books, building temples? What's this got to do with the six Goswami's? They don't see the connection. They are concerned with anu and which means imitation, and not anu which means following in the footsteps. anu Qur'an is imitation and anu is following in the footsteps. So, we should understand what is the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as revealed by the six Ramis. As revealed by our Acharyas. Mission is to reveal Krishna in his highest glory, which is Radha Krishna Pranya Vikritina Shakti Rasma, Ekatana Apudipara, Deha Bidum Kataroto, Chaitanyakyam, Pagatam Yad Aduna, Tatvayan, Chaikamat, Radha Bhava dyuti Subhalitam, Nomi Krishna Swarupa. I offer my obeisances to Radha and Krishna who are combined in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They are loving transformations, rather, uh, yeah, they are manifestations of hladini, shakti, pleasure potence. They are one only, but they have combined in this form. They are one only? Radha and Krishna are, sorry, oh, sorry I clear. left out one line. Yeah. Radha and Krishna are one only. But they are eternally manifest as two for the sake of pastimes. Mm. But now, Surup Damodara is writing. He was writing at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They have again become combined in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, oh. who is Krishna, but who is imbued with the bodily luster and. Uh, Transcendental mentality of Shivati Radharani. So very high thing to teach. So high even Madhva, Ramanuja, these acharyas who are so, our only duty is to bow down at their lotus feet. They also didn't propagate this. They also knew. They also had darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in never He revealed all this that they had a certain purpose to teach at a certain time. So, such high thing we have to aspire for. It's being preached by, that's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's past, and to preach this among the the most uh, fallen people. It's a, it's amazing. So we have to begin at the beginning. How many times did Prabhupada teach you not this body? What did he teach you no, not the body? What does he teach? You are not the body. Mm. Sense gratification is the trap. You have to rise above all this. We are not Indians, Americans, Russians, eternal servants of Krishna. Everything here is temporary. All our endeavors for material happiness are useless. How many times Prabhupada spoke this? Just to clear all the rubbish ideas away so that we can eventually come to the point of understanding what is chanting Hare Krishna. Everything that we're doing, we're just doing it so that we can chant Hare Krishna. Now we're chanting Hare Krishna. When we actually chant in the whole spiritual world will be revealed. When will that day be mine? That when my offenses are cleared away, we attain taste for chanting the, the holy name pure, then by the strength of Krishna's mercy, the whole spiritual existence will be revealed in my heart. This is the mission of our acharyas: By distributing books, by distributing prasadam, by giving lectures, by building temples, all these things. So we have to see the thread. See the connection. Is running through this, this book distribution, preaching, studying Bhagavad Gita as it is. This is completely linked, absolutely linked with the six Goswamis. Mm-hmm. Prabhupada is the modern representative of the six Goswamis. Six Goswamis, as as Prabhupada said, the six Goswamis slept under a different tree every night, and I sleep in a different palace every night. Paktisthan Sarasvara Thakur also elaborated on this point in so many ways. I won't say now because it's time for arati. Actually, the arati can go on. This is also kirtan. Hari <laughs> <laughs> kirtan. That is Paktisthan Sarasvara Thakur said. That is his duty in this world. Hari kata kirtan. What is that? Keva Kata Kirtan Someone said in my heart that the service of Dayatadas, is himself, is to speak about Kirtan, to perform Kirtan of the Kata of Gopidan, Krishna who is the author of the Gopis. Gopi, Dhan, kata Kirtan. You can translate it. Krishna, who is the wealth of the Gopis. Oh. Could also mean Radha. And many things to be said. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. Krishna. Hare.